a bloody coat. Genesis 37, verses 31 through 36. And they took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of goats and dipped the coat in the blood. And they sent the coat of many colors and they brought it to their father and said, This have we found. Know now whether it be thy son's coat or not. And he knew it and said, It is my son's coat. An evil beast hath devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces. And Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, For I will go down into the grave unto my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. And the Midianites sold him into Egypt unto Potiphar, the officer of Pharaoh's, and the captain of the guard. Here in our text, Jacob has received the news that his beloved son Joseph has apparently been killed. Unexpected news that thrust him into heartache and pain. And it came in the form of a bloody coat. Now, you may never have had someone knock at your door and hand you the blood-soaked garments of your beloved son or daughter, but I'm sure that at one time or another, you've been handed something like a bloody coat. It may have come in the form of an illness, a death, a financial disaster, or a job loss, but sooner or later, we will all find a bloody coat on the doorstep of our lives. It's important to remember that in the point of crisis, people's perspective is often distorted or deficient. They're not seeing things properly. That is exactly what we find with Jacob. He's drawing conclusions from what he sees, from what he feels, from what is presented in front of him. Jacob is completely convinced that Joseph has been killed. Now, we can't blame him for responding as a grieving parent. There is no CSI team to tell him that this is animal's blood and not human blood. But Jacob is casting this loss over the whole of the rest of his life, saying, I will go down into the grave unto my son mourning. He's leaving no room for the purposes of God. It would be a long and winding journey for Joseph from the pit of his brother's abuse to slavery in Potiphar's house, to his prison chains, to being a sovereign next to Pharaoh, a course so difficult and treacherous that only God could have devised such a plan. The bloody coat handed to Jacob, however awful it was for him to hold, was the starting point to the providential will of God, the catalyst for the chain of events that would fulfill the promises of God and even deliver the house of Israel from certain death during seven years of famine. Let me ask you this. What if there had never been a bloody coat? Yes, Jacob would have his beloved son Joseph. But for how long? Until he died of starvation in his arms? Sometimes a bloody coat is the only route to safety. I remember Tony Evans saying years ago, quote, You can't have Easter morning without having a Good Friday. Everybody loves Easter morning, but they don't want to go through Good Friday. End quote. The pathway of a bloody coat is oftentimes the pathway of God's provision. And it was a long path. I estimated that it had been somewhere close to 22 years since the bloody coat had found its way to Jacob. And all the while, God is at work providentially behind the scenes. Until one day, 
Jacob finally receives word that his son is alive. Genesis 45, verses 27 and 28. And they told him all the words of Joseph, which he had said to them. And when he saw the wagons which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob their father revived. And Israel said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is yet alive. I will go and see him before I die. He would not sorrow to the grave, but would experience a reviving in his old age and rejoice in a God who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. On February 15, 1947, a passenger airliner bound in flight to Quito, Ecuador, crashed into a 14,000-foot high towering peak, killing all the passengers on board before they ever knew what happened. One of the passengers was Glenn Chambers from New York. He was on his way to begin a missionary ministry in Ecuador. Before leaving the Miami airport earlier that day, Chambers hurriedly wrote a note to his mother on a piece of paper he found on the floor of the terminal. That scrap of paper was once an advertisement with the single word, Why? sprawled across the center. Between the mailing and the delivery of that note, Chambers was killed. When the letter did arrive, there staring up at his mother was the haunting question, Why? When we encounter the bloody coats of life, there is no question so tormenting as why. And I will admit that I don't have the answer to those questions. But I believe that the note that Glenn Chambers scribbled to his mother may give us some insight. Quote, God is too kind to do anything cruel, too wise to make a mistake, and too deep to explain himself. End quote. No matter what set of circumstances we receive, God will not waste the wounds of our life's journey. We must simply trust His ability to work all things well. Every one of us who have savingly believed on Jesus Christ can have confidence when the bloody coats of sorrow and adversity arrive. Confidence that our Heavenly Father is causing all things to work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to His purpose.